<clears throat> Hello, it is Salai, and welcome back to Salai's Corner. The title of this episode is I Am Tired of the Contrepreneur, or I might be naming this um, All Rich People I Know Are Scammers. <laughs> Um, the title is kind of self-explanatory, but I'll give a quick, you know, 10 seconder, see if you want to listen to this. I'm going to be talking about my frustrations with, I'm going to, I'm going to continue the discussion that I previously kind of started to delve into about scammers. Um, but I also kind of want to talk to you guys about something that happened to me recently where I was reevaluating my failures this month (laughs) or learning experiences this month and you know I've not really had a lot of wins and I'm usually just honest about that and I kind of want to talk about that honesty and poverty and how when I was reflecting in that reflection I was also reflecting on services that I would try to render um, with other people who have specific skill sets to help me in doing certain things, them being scammers or like them being dishonest and me kind of realizing like, oh my God, like they don't make money off of this like skill that they've touted around. They make money off of lying and being dubious. And yeah, a lot of the rich people I know, like come to think of it are like this, like they're scammers. They maybe try to take advantage of people and I just, we're, we're going to talk about that. So <laughs> I don't want to dull, I don't want to start the podcast. I just want to let you know, that's what, that's, a, this is what this is about. All rich people I know are scammers, which, you know, that might, that might be true. Um, anecdotal <laughs> for better, or for worse, anecdotal, or, you know, I'm tired of the entrepreneur. I'm sick of it. Maybe I was a entrepreneur, and I just, I have to talk about it. Let us begin. So if you have any questions with the podcast, you have any questions, you want to send me stories. I always say that in the hopes that like one day somebody's going to listen to this. (laughs) Um, A few people do, but I definitely want to, I know I'm not the only one. If you have any thoughts, comments, you want to talk some shit. I don't know. Like you just want to spill the tea. You want to talk about your own failures. You want to talk about how you try to order services that were not rendered to you. Fraudulency, Ponzi scheming. And also like, if you're listening to this, I don't know, maybe I should give a little bit of background. I'm Gen Z, so I'm pretty young. And I just, I I feel like, and I talked about this in another podcast, but I feel like this trait is also apparent in like younger people who are like young, quote unquote, hustlers, young people, um, young people do this is essentially what I'm trying to say. And so I'm also speaking from the perspective of the people that I'm talking about services were not rendered are from people that are close to my age. Right. So with that, let us begin. So I'm going to be doing some work. Um, I'm going to be doing some work and essentially I'm going to be kind of running you guys through my, it's not quite an existential crisis, but just kind of like some realizations that I were coming to. And I was having like a freak out session, right? Cause at first I was like, okay, so let me tell you what was the background. So what was happening was I was talking to somebody close to me, my sister, I was talking to my sister about kind of like my failures this month or just like, why is this not working out the way that I want it to 
why am I not getting a win? I've wasted so much fucking money. I do have a contingency. So I, I have a contingency in money. <laughs> um, and that's the only thing that's like giving me peace right now. That is just like, you know what? Former me knew that I was kind of stupid, you know? And so on the off chance, I'm not able to figure it out. I have like a slight, I don't want to say lump sum, but like I, I have like, I have some runway so that I don't end up in a shelter, right? So I'm just, I just want to be honest, okay? Like, that's the thing. If, if this is your first episode, oh my God, yes, yes, yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If you want to send me anything, please send it to my email, saliscorner at gmail.com. That is C-E-L-A-I-S-C-O-R-N-E-R at gmail.com, saliscorner at gmail.com. Some of y'all have sent me some emails and y'all low-key wallin'. You know, it's it's really funny, like, some of the stuff you guys have told me from, like, my, pos- my previous podcast, but I forgot to mention, oh my gosh. So, if you want to send me anything, it's the first and last name of this podcast at gmail.com. All right, <clears throat> back to the story. So, essentially, I had a, I have a contingency, I, you know, um, I was laughing about that, oh, might be homeless, but, like, you know what? Maybe it's because nobody's listening to this. I don't know. Maybe it's because like few people are listening to this where it's like, maybe I can just be more honest. But to be honest, a tenant of mine is honesty. I just, there's something about like not being honest or like not telling you guys like, it's not even to tell you or to tell general public. It's just more so like, can I just not be honest? You know what I mean? So if I have a win, so let's say I win and I, something that finally worked on pans the fuck out. (laughs) then like why can't I just tell y'all that I failed at something I don't know I feel like maybe that's a thing people don't want to do they don't want to say here are the greats here's the pros but here are also also the cons like what is what is the problem with presenting a holistic picture you know what what is that about what is that about where like people they just kind of want to say all these great things they're not really being holistic and I feel in in a way that I feel it matters and and to me to me that's just very disturbing like i i just i don't know i don't know how to say it. like it's it's very very disturbing are you with me are you with me so all rich people i know are scammers we're going to get into the anecdote later cuz i kind of want to talk about the entrepreneur i want to talk about things that like that have happened, things that I have done, things that I've paid for, which I think can probably meld into like the whole all people I know are scammers, but I'll talk about that near the end so that I can kind of stay on track. So contrapreneur, what does that mean? Um, contrapreneur, you're, you're a con. Um, <laughs> you're dishonest, probably. Um, you most likely are kind of like taking advantage of people who maybe they have not been in the position or they don't have the access or they're they're not in a position where they've been able to figure it out um and yeah like you're a con you know you're a connie man you're you're somebody that if the ftc got too many complaints about you will be sitting in the penitentiary i'm not making this shit up i'm like literally not making this shit up which by the way if I ever become famous, if I ever like become anything on any other platform, anything else that I'm doing, because obviously I don't, you guys don't know everything about me. 
<laughs> why do I sound like why do I why am I talking like that um I have I have insinuated that I am something I don't know <laughs> shut up um <laughs> um but if I were to ever kind of be somebody in the public eye As much as I want to maybe encourage people that they too can quote unquote make it out of poverty, I, I'm starting to realize that maybe the general public, they're much better off advocating that. They're much better advocating that the government should do something about people who are taking advantage of them or people who are trying to profit off of their poverty. I feel like the general public, you're better off advocating for your equity than kind of setting up these almost impossible goals, statistically impossible goals of, oh, I'll be a trillionaire like Bezos. We'll talk about that. I don't know if I want to talk about that because it's just like, then I'll have to talk about, you know what, fine, I'll talk about it and all rich people I know are scammers. Like, you know, we can get into how this wealth thing works and this whole honesty thing, how that doesn't really fit in to the way that most, if not most, like we're talking like 95, 98-ish percent of people who you see that have acquired wealth past a couple of million and even the people who are starting with a million they probably had to do some dirty shit too like there are a few people that have a genuine idea that really got it together that are the the most honest people we probably see that kind of are holding on to some liquidated assets assets that they can pass on to their kids are people who did shit honestly are you with me are you with me okay contrepreneur um you're a con you most likely are maybe even making your money off of like taking advantage of people, which is something that I'm realizing is like a running theme <laughs> in my pitfall and <laughs> my pitfalls. I find myself getting into these pitfalls of like people who I'm realizing it's not even like talent. It's not talent that these people have. It's that they are, they are pretty much, They got it through kind of taking advantage of people. And I just, I'm kind of waking up. I feel like I'm waking up out of sleep. Um, And yeah, so that is kind of what the entrepreneur is. Um, I detest, you know, I detest more and more what I feel like is a scam Um, In a previous podcast, I spoke about some YouTubers where I feel like they run in 419 scams. You know, I talked about how I felt some type of way about them giving, oh, eight things you can do to make $10,000 during quarantine, which I don't even know if I want to talk about this whole taking advantage of people who've lost their job or taking advantage of people who like are pretty much a few hundred dollars away of being homeless (laughs) Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot of that and it is, it's very disturbing. It's very, very disturbing, especially when you realize that a lot of y'all now gonna make it. (laughs) A lot of you, you're not gonna make it. And, and I feel like that's what some of you are not understanding. And that's what I feel like I didn't get and how these people are taking advantage of people who they know (laughs) it's like the statement like you 
could make it, most will not make it. Do you see those two words? Will not, could not, cannot. You can have a dream. Only like 1% of you is going to make it through though. What and, and, and so when you kind of realize these stats, I feel like at first it's like, oh, so you're just telling me not to try. Oh, you're just being pessimistic. Oh, you just negative. You be negative. And that's why you never going to be a millionaire. Like, you know, and I just like, you're not a millionaire. <laughs> you are not a millionaire. Come on now. Come on. Um, do you know millionaires? Like, I, I just... And I'm not even trying to accost you, you know, I know you want to be shady and say that I'm negative, but like, I'm like, you know, I just kind of want to turn the mirror back on you. So yes, in a previous podcast, I criticize people that I'm like, they're giving this advice that they don't take. They do make over six figures through a business that they started and they're flashing Porsche that they paid for all in cash. No down. They just paid it in cash and they are making these videos on oh how you can make ten thousand dollars in quarantine starting these academies maybe even trying to sell a course coaching and it's like this is not what the fuck you did to make six figures why are you giving me eight advice on how to make ten thousand dollars when the advice you're giving who do you know made ten thousand dollars in quarantine with the advice that you're giving And then you don't take this advice, which is fine. Like infographics are fine. But I'm like, one thing that I discussed in this podcast was like, the reason why people are coming to your channel are not for these podcasts or for for these infographics. It's because they saw that you bought a car in cash. Allegedly, anything could be fake. So like, who knows? Like maybe these people rented it. But like the reason why people are like, kind of like, I need to do what she's telling me to do. And the reason why they are looking at you and your business and your business acumen is because you started a business. And so people want to know how the fuck you did that. What is actually making you money? Teach me how to do that. And thus starts... Thus begins the 419 scam. If you don't know what 419, if you're West African, if you know Nigerians, you know what that is. 419 scam is the is it's just like these set of like continuous just aberrations. Aberrations, stupidity that people try to run on you. Um and it takes place obviously in Nigeria. So it's just like scam after scam after scam after scam. 419 scam is just like, it's just sleazy. You out talk the, the, the person you can find and you pack up that money and bounce to the next person. So yes, I labeled these two YouTubers as scammers because I'm like, oh yes. And another thing that I should kind of mention in the whole thing is like, so why are you hating on somebody giving advice and they don't want to talk about their personal business? Okay, fine. People came to their, their site because they saw them buy a Porsche outright. And I'm like, that's my problem. My problem is that nobody, (laughs) nobody asked you, you know what I mean? Like if you want to vlog, vlog, if you want to talk about your life, talk about your life. If you just want to do infographics, fine. But the tenants on which you built your channel was first of all flexing 
and kind of talking in circles about these things and projects that you're doing and the money that comes with it. And so it's like, nobody asked you, you offered up this information. You offered this information up about your own business and your own money dealings and how you feel like you can help other people. Like, so it's, it's like the trifecta, like nobody asked you. So not only did nobody ask you, but you talked about it more. You gave specifics and details, leading questions, but then also you give this information under the guise of, oh, I want to help other people like me. I want to inspire. I want to help. I want to teach, which are fine. But I'm like, those are the tenants in which those people are here. So that is my problem. My problem is like, it's and it's one thing if you start a business and okay, it is what it is. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? But it's another one. Like you kind of tout these things, buy these things in cash, flex, talk about how you want to help other people and then give unrelated information things that you don't do. And then obviously because of Koro Koro, you are starting to get that academy. <laughs> you trying to start these courses up. And therein kind of comes into the second portion of this, this entrepreneur topic, courses. So I kind of started, this started bubbling up near the beginning of the week because I saw this video from somebody that I watch on YouTube. I talked about YouTubers I watch, but I won't mention who this person is. I, one, I... I'm too lazy to pull up the guy's name. Um, but he actually used to make a lot of drop shipping videos. Um, he, he used to make a lot of like specific videos on, you know, uh, you know, what is wrong with not having a proper policy statement, refund policy, just kind of like what is wrong with this finer details on what can get you in trouble with the BBB better business bureau could end up also getting you in trouble with the FTC making claims that you can't do so you get hit with that hefty fine you get shut down you know just like he he talked about kind of technical stuff where he's like you know I run this dropshipping thing oh yeah and then he also talked about how like he did start the dropshipping thing but he's like that's not feasible so if you find something that is working you need to buy inventory and you have to private label and you need to start branding and, and, and essentially come into that more sophisticated business front or else you're not going to do as well as you think long term, especially if your ad sets stop working. If your ad sets stop working, you need to make sure you are doing a lot of organic reach. So like he used to make those types of videos and he also used to sell this course and he talked about this in his most recent video because he stopped making dropshipping com- content. Like once he started transitioning into that, yo, some of y'all need to like private label and, 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 and get your branding on deck. Like, I don't know what's going on. You need to buy some inventory, make a logo, make some labels, and and you need to start doing that organic reach for your brand because that is sustainable. That is a business. Once those ad sets fail, where's your organic reach? Where, where is the brand of it all? So if you're able to kind of figure it out, you need to take it to the next step or else all this advice you're taking from all these kind of armchair, you know, rented car in the background, prop money having people, you're going to, it's going to fail. He stopped making that content and he talked about why. Um, One, he's just like, I just, one, he's just like, I don't want to be a part of it anymore. And then two, he talked about why he doesn't sell a course, which is also like a a big crux of this video. 
he was like, I don't sell this course because I started making a lot more money comparatively than I was from the actual business. And I feel like that's kind of unethical. I feel like that's unethical. I feel like that's, you know, lie by omission. I feel like it's a little immoral. Like you're kind of trying to teach somebody something that you aren't able to do at complete scale. Give me one second. Okay, I'm back. (laughs) Um, You guys didn't obviously wait, but let's continue. (laughs) So essentially, it was like, I can't in good conscience sell you guys on this course for a business that I'm not like it it was a solid business but it's just like I'm making a lot more money off of quote unquote trying to teach you to do something that he said that a lot of people are not going to be able to succeed in he said you know what not only that taking one step further but courses in general he's like a lot of people if not most will literally not learn anything like they will not be able to execute what is being shown and that's partially because it's like case by case it's like what if a specific you're having a specific problem this is not going to apply to you i'm not going to help you you can't email me you can't get in contact me you can't get a call so instead apparently he does like he does specific coaching calls instead like specific calls where you can ask him a specific question so that he can give you a specific answer to your specific need but he's like i'm not selling none of that course shit anymore and it made a lot of money It made him a lot of money, but he was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't like where this is going. I don't feel comfortable. And like, I do have the best intentions, but like, still, I don't really like the vibes. I don't really like the vibes off of this. This is not really, this ain't it. I don't know. This ain't it chief. This isn't what I want to be doing. So therein kind of started that conversation for me where I started really looking into it because later on I checked back in the comments and there's this younger guy um, that was brought up he that he makes these kind of like drop shipping videos and you know he was asked his thoughts on this person and he was like you know he he's really good at making YouTube videos and everything you know like start with the first diss start with the first diss he's good at making videos though but then he was like he's not. I would never take his advice. I would literally, the advice that he's giving y'all, I would literally never take that advice. You will literally waste thousands upon thousands of dollars doing that. Like, let's, let's just, let's just, let's just call a fucking spade a spade. A lot of people are going to waste their fucking money and be in the shitter taking advice like that. They are. And I just feel like that's a very just important thing to say. And then he goes on to say, and and because someone ends up having a follow-up question, be like, yo, do you think this person makes more money off of his courses and like YouTube ad rev than his actual business? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, he kind of was like, you know, people make claims. People make claims about things that they don't can't produce receipts for that. They don't want to be transparent about which 
okay, you don't want to for privacy reasons. Like, you know, what does that fucking mean? Like, what does that even mean? So, like, you know, because something that I've just started to discover is, like, people have, like, you know, I'm just so fucking stupid, right? People Photoshop, people Photoshop sales or, like, numbers. You know, people Photoshop or maybe even steal other people's numbers to broadcast as their own when they kind of try to tout these businesses that they own, dropship and whatever the fuck, like, whatever, but especially like in this space, right? So then the next question he then, or the next comment he then says kind of under that is like, not only is he not making that much money in his actual business, I doubt it. I would never take his advice. I mean, he has a great haircut. He has a great personality, but like, it is clear to me because of me, because of what I did and other people that also kind of get exposed for this, like he's netting more money that like, whatever quote-unquote business that he had that he kind of started this conversation out with he probably doesn't really need to run like that anymore like it is most likely that first of all his business is not literally making him that much money and two even if it were allegedly you know that's the gag allegedly um he is like is is a dub it's a dub I talked about Graham Stephan on this um, podcast before because I was reacting. I was talking about kind of, I don't even know. I, yeah, it was a, like, yeah, Graham was talking about these kind of commercial and these ads, you know, for these courses and these webinars, you know what I mean? And something that I said in that podcast, I was like, you know, Graham, he's really, he's very transparent you know all these people they don't want to be transparent they don't talk about where their money's coming from they don't want to say anything of that nature just kind of bizarre you know but one thing that I kind of talked about in that podcast is how he has mentioned like he was able to start this whole real estate thing off of the whole 2008 housing crisis that he literally made a financial he made a he's a he's a certified licensed uh, real estate broker and he had a really big deal go through with one of his clients, like ri- like literally in like 2006 or seven or something like that, right before this happened. And so he got a hefty lump sum of money in which he said he bought a car with, but he said he ended up having to later sell the car. But either way, he essentially had cash. He had a lot of cash from this deal that he did. And when the 2008 housing crisis, recession came about he literally had money to go and start buying up properties i think that shit is lucky and i said that that shit is lucky now now i said this podcast is about entrepreneur and all rich people i know are scammers so no i don't believe graham stephan is a scammer but it's like and and you know what he knows a lot about finances and buying real estate and all of that but it's just like even sometimes I find it hard for him to kind of admit that he was fucking lucky you wouldn't admit you were lucky can you just can you can we not just call a fucking spade a spade and this is something that I said I was like can you not just say just say it I'm fucking lucky not only was I a real estate agent but I somehow was able to meander my way I was able to meander my way into a real estate deal with a client that the house that I was in charge of making sure got sold was probably in the millions. I have a question. Do all real estate brokers work with million dollar houses and million dollar clients? No. 
like why like i just don't get it like what is the issue like why why doesn't anybody want to say this like what i i guess like and this is the this is with me the, the honesty thing like the transparency thing that i'm just especially when we have these conversations on like quote unquote wealth building and oh make money ooh, move socioeconomic brackets i'm like why aren't you telling people your tea don't tell them everything you don't need to show me your fucking bank records which he has yeah he has like shown like this is how much money i make in the same podcast i had referenced how like this man is making and it was in a different context but like this man made a video how he's making over a hundred thousand dollars hear me he is making over a hundred thousand dollars in combined ad revenue and other deals liquid job sponsorships whatever liquid he is making a hundred listen to me listen to me listen to me listen to me he is making he made a video about how he is making a hundred thousand dollars liquid liquid into his bank account he is being paid a hundred thousand dollars into his bank account liquid And you don't want to just say, you know what? I was fucking lucky. Getting a deal, working with people who can somehow, you suddenly got your real estate license and then suddenly were able to meander your deal into a million dollar client and a million dollar deal. That shit was lucky. Got that thing to close right around the time before the whole market fucking fell apart. Lucky. My ability to have my cash reserve and not be homeless and instead I could have used my cash and bought real estate. Lucky. 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 Because my question is, if we can pull up the same types of people with the same types of circumstances, how many people could have said this is something that they were able to do? Okay, real estate agent another white guy like just somebody else that was closer to you in age but someone who resembles you how many people who are like you real estate agent they were able to get enough cash in that one deal to go ahead and buy real estate in the 2008 housing crisis so i spent some time talking about this but i kind of just want to be as clear as possible um and kind of walk you guys hold your hand and walk you guys i want to walk you guys i want walk with me i want y'all to walk with me when i'm talking about what i'm talking about because i'm just trying to be clear as much as i would love to come on here and cry about what the fuck is going on in my life and we'll get to that in a second all rich people i know are scammers i did not forget i'm trying to remind myself say these things over and over so that i know what we're talking about here Um, but I just feel like it's really important to just kind of lay it out piece by piece. Like, what is the problem here? What is the problem I'm having here with the way that you are portraying yourself? And he's more honest than most, but it's just like, okay, for example, like, and, and I brought up these other videos that he makes on like, oh, he makes good videos on like saving. And yeah, like, yeah, if you make a lot, you can save. And, and, you know, I'm sure he's good with budgeting and money when you make a hundred fucking thousand dollars a month. I, I don't really... (laughs) I don't really know. Um, I I mean, do you really need to be good at saving? Like if you're, if you make that much money and no, but another thing that I have criticized and I've noted is that like he 
Well, at times, I, I don't know, and I've said this before, I feel a type of way about somebody who's worth $10 million criticizing some poor person how they should spend their money. I get it, some people aren't good at quote-unquote saving, but, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't feel comfortable, like, especially, like, as I have kind of explained, like, the way and what and who you are and, you know, like, let's be honest, like, you're, what the, you're fucking privileged, like, what the fuck, like, however, what ta- whatever type of nepotism is used to connect with other real estate brokerages and and be in these certain offices where they will give you these kind of million dollar deals as someone who just got their real estate license i mean like okay and something that i've mentioned is like can can i can anybody send me examples of people who've been able to do this that look like me it's hard for me to follow quote unquote what bill gates is doing let me give me someone who looks like me and and i will try and 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 follow in their footsteps because they live a similar life experience right and that's important to say that's important to know that's very very important to know so like kind of going back to it it's like you know i yeah i kind of feel some type of way about somebody who frankly is making a lot of money off of not even like their real estate like your real estate isn't making the bulk of your money right <laughs> Which I get it. He's not selling a course. Oh, no, no, he is. He, he is selling a course. But um, it's like YouTube, you know, and that's all dandy and fandy. Like, you know, but I, I just there's something about that that like, you know, something about that. I, I still I'm still trying to reconcile. I'm still trying to think about. But more so, it's also like sometimes he'll make these jokes on like saving just a lot of money. Like, oh, I would do this. I would cut this payment, which, yeah, you know what? Paying $1,200 on a car payment is like, I mean, girl, are you a millionaire? Girl, do you, do you make a hundred thousand dollars? Do you make a hundred thousand dollars? You know what I mean? Like, like I said, like when you make that much money liquid, when you make that much money and you have that much cash flow, you don't really need to be good at saving at all. If you are constantly bringing in new money, and a lot of it, you don't have to be good at money. A lot of rich people I know aren't good at budgeting. They just make so much money where it's like, how could you possibly waste and spend $100,000 in one month? Is that even fucking possible? How, if you if you don't have staff, and you, which in that case, that would be like a, a business expense, a write-off, right? But if we're talking about just you, if we're talking about just you, then like, I can't fucking say, even if I made like $50,000 a month, like I can't spend $50,000 fucking dollars on just myself. What, what the fuck am I possibly, what could I possibly, what could I possibly be spending that amount of money on? Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me, but I also just feel like, you know, typically like, yeah, if you're making in that much money, like you can't spend it all. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, maybe it's just me. So, um... So another reason why I mention that is because he'll kind of have these kind of like, oh, you need to save this and save that and save this. But it's so weird. Like in another video, I guess he was trying to respond to like, I don't know. He was making this joke where he was like, yeah, you guys can save your way into a, a real estate. No, no, no. It was that it was that April Fool's video. It was that April Fool's video when he bought that house that was like, quote unquote, 10 million or like 100 million. I don't know. Something like that. Some big ass house. It was like some $10 million house. And he made this joke where he was like, yeah, so if you stop drinking, if you make coffee at home, because he has this thing where he makes his own coffee, right? Um, But he's like, yeah, if you just stop drinking Starbucks and make your own coffee, you too will be able to afford this house. 
But I know that he said that satirically. And I know he talks about how, yeah, like it's, you know, he likes to make his own coffee and it saves him money. But like you not eating, you not going to Starbucks every day is not going to land you into $10 million in property investments. It's, it's not going to land you into $10 million in net worth if you stop drinking Starbucks every day. And I feel like that's kind of the crux of kind of how I feel about these kind of conversations. Like you not going to Starbucks and saving $600 is literally not going to then catapult you into $100,000 a month. A month. Contrepreneur. He's not a contrepreneur, but you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to do those things that they do in audiobooks where they say the section. Um, <laughs> all right. So what is the, anything else I want to say on this entrepreneur thing? So yeah, kind of following along these lines, I just feel like there are a lot of people taking advantage of people who are kind of in these spots. They're kind of using these lies of omission. They're like omitting like very pertinent information where I mentioned, oh, not everybody, everybody can become a millionaire but not everybody will right and it's just like you know what 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 is the t you're making money you're touting this a certain way but you're not being transparent with people even one of the girls that i mentioned that they started a business they made a hundred thousand literally this person said that they had 10 that listened to me listen to me they had they were able to save ten thousand dollars by the age of like 19 in college you know what i'm just gonna stop there. <laughs> i'm just gonna stop there and i and one of the things that i said in this form of i'm like referencing so many things um was like do you know anybody can you save ten thousand dollars if you go to college right now can you save ten thousand dollars like in about six months like is that something that you have the ability to do do you have a job like that you know what you know is that something that you can do yes or no just tell me the truth anybody that you know that does not come from a wealthy family affluent family can you save ten thousand dollars in six months yes or no just please college you're 19 you're 20 tell me the truth i just want to know just yes or no for me the answer is no for you the answer is probably no. You're not probably in college and the answer is probably still no. You probably have a job, you probably make 70,000 and the answer is still no. No. <laughs> so kind of even like the tenants on how people are able to develop these businesses and start is, is still like a, a, a serious edge, um, a very serious like edge um, that you have. And, and I just feel like that's very, very important to know. And I'm just very, very disturbed by people's inability to be transparent, um, about what type of family you came from. What do you look like? You know, what are these kind of, we need to take in the parameters and I just need to know the truth. You could look like me, but if you're, if your daddy gave you like $50,000, just say that. Okay. You might be a black girl like me, but you're, you, your father gave you $50,000. Just say that. Parents bought you a car. You sold the car. Just say that. It's okay if we're different, but like, I, f I feel like it's important to just kind of acknowledge what those differences are. You know? Contrepreneur. <laughs> um, 
there's a lot more that I want to kind of say about this, but I want to move on to, to the last section of this. And, and that will maybe kind of wrap up anything that I haven't really said in this entrepreneur section. Um, all rich people I know are scammers. <sighs> all right. Maybe I should split this into two podcasts. If you want me to explain or talk more about anything that I've mentioned here, just kind of let me know. <laughs> Send me an email, saliscorner at gmail.com. That is C-E-L-A-I-S-C-O-R-N-E-R at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> so a part of my anxiety attack, <laughs> I was about to say existential crisis, but maybe let's just use, let's use different words. We have a crisis every other day. Let's just, let's another one, use another one. Um, I was having a, an anxiety attack because I was like, bro, I had plans. I scaled back. I not even like reduced my expectations, but yeah, I was like, look, we're in Corona. Like we're in COVID. Let's just manage our expectations. Let's just be patient. Let's make sure that anything that we actually have to do, we just get done. So essentially... I I started reflecting and I started kind of thinking about the problems that I've been having and I've been mentioning that I paid someone to do ads for me because I was going to try out a different project. It costed $1,500. Okay, just listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Just listen. Just listen. Just listen to, listen to my stupidity. Listen, listen to my honest natured, oh, and, and maybe if this is going to work and this is going to work. And you know what? I feel like people who get scammed are not stupid. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I said scam as though we already know deep down that it's a scam, but we just don't want to admit it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to be going to my bank next week um, because I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of everything. I'm tired. I just want my money back. Um, I don't know. I, I just, so yeah, just <laughs> fast forwarding kind of the conversation. What are you going to be doing about this? He's talking about $1,500, baby. That's a stimulus check. Like, girl, what are you doing? Like, what are you, what is going on here? What is going on here in Scamland? I've spent probably more than, I've, I think I've spent more closer to like $2,000. That's how much money has been wasted. But $1,500 with the services rendered. <laughs> um, All right, how do I start this and end this quickly? Um, I've been talking about how I paid for these services for someone to do my ads, because I was like, you know what? I can't do this. I'm not really good at this. I don't want to keep spending time trying to do everything. And I don't even want to say learn how to do everything. I I think it's beautiful to learn, but I think like, I don't know what it is where like people will kind of teach people that like, they should do everything. They should do everything. I feel like master of everything is master of none. I kind of want to focus on the things that I'm good at. And I'm good at a lot of stuff. And there are a lot of things that I will do until I can get enough money to pay people to help me. But for something like ads, where it's like, if you don't know what you're doing, you can just waste a lot of money. Like I had, even though I have an expert, this person's lazy. I don't know what the fuck this person's doing. Um, But even though, um, <laughs> all right, um, let me just, let me just, let me just restart this. So yeah, I paid someone to help me do that. Cause it's like, if you don't know what you're doing, like, let's say like Facebook ads, like if you don't know, if you can't pay someone to help you do that, you are gonna waste, you are gonna waste 
thousands. You are going to waste thousands essentially learning the process of figuring it out. It is going to take you a couple thousand dollars to figure it out. Right? And I just think that's really important to note for certain things that you want to embark on. It's like when people are like, oh, can you start a business without money? And some people say no, but like, yeah, the answer is no. But well, and it's not really no. I pay for my fucking, I pay for my Xfinity bill. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm fucking saying? Like, and I spoke about this before. Like, we pay for the internet. I pay for my internet. I pay for my service. I pay for my phone outright. I'm still making payments, but like, I, I paid for this, like, right? So it, it does not cost anything. So you know how people are like, what am I referring to? So you know how people are like, oh, in America, you shouldn't be poor because you have a phone or, you know, some crap like that. But you know how people are like, you know, America, like this is the age of like social media and internet. Can you get access to the internet though? And that's kind of what I'm saying. Access to the internet. You know how people are like, oh, Google is free. Google is free, but on your phone and on your service and in the apartment that you need to go live at, because libraries aren't open, right? So you could have kind of cut some of that cost out, but like libraries aren't open. So you can't use the computers and internet and Wi-Fi that they have there, 5G, <laughs> 5G network that they have there. So yes, I technically have paid. I technically, and also your time is money. If you have a job and you suddenly take off hours to work on whatever idea that is money and even though obviously i don't think my time is worth 18 dollars an hour i think it's worth i think a lot of people's time is worth a lot more than that is is a lot more than their living expenses is kind of what i'm hinting at but like it, it isn't nothing so i was gonna say oh you could start a business without any money but that's not very realistic that's not that's not like can you see this is kind of the other thing that is kind of coming back to that entrepreneur like can we be honest can we be honest can I be honest? I'm going to be honest with you. Some people might not be honest with you. I will be. If I want to start a business with just my phone, I am still paying money. I am paying for my phone that has a better camera than most. It's like maybe you want to take pictures for people, start a YouTube channel. I have a good camera. I don't need a DSLR. This is probably better than my DSLR that I have right now. I have to pay for service. And I pay for the roof over my head. I pay for the room that, for the door that I can shut, the closet that I can go to, to, to say something really quietly into, into the mic. So I am in fact paying. I am in fact paying. <laughs> and so the fuck are you? Like, you know, maybe those costs are negligible, but you and I both know that we are not primarily calling people on the cell phone. Like, come the fuck on. You listening, you listening to me on your phone. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, you know, I, I just rolled my eyes, but I was just like, you see, I, I can't, I can't. So, um, if you wanted to start a business, um, you don't have money or whatever, or you, you have money, you, you most likely are going to need to spend some amount of money, right? To get some things, you know, you, you have the subscriptions, maybe you need to get a G Suite, you have a domain, you know, and, and these things just kind of start picking up, right? I lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to go back to the title. Um, rich people I know uh, are scammers. So I don't know where, maybe I'll remember. <laughs> Let me just, I don't know. We'll finish the section. Don't worry. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I paid for services rendered. Um actually I'm just gonna I'm gonna put a pin in that for now um so um other people that I know that have money I just find them to be very 
dishonest in a way. I find them to be very like they take advantage of people who have more or have less than them in a way where it's like the balance and balance will always just be there. Like unless I'm able to catch up to your level, what you're asking of me is not going to be equal. I don't know. Maybe you're on YouTube. Maybe you're not. There's some been some drama with Colleen Ballinger. Um, and it's like, you know, there's one video I watched where this girl, as told by Kenya, she was kind of talking about if Beyonce called her and wanted to talk about her marriage issues, she would be on the phone with her. And she's like, that's a power imbalance. Cause you know that I'm a fan of yours. You're taking advantage of the fact that I love you. And why, what, what do you mean? I'm going to hang out. I'm not going to hang up on Beyonce. And, and it's kind of, she kind of gave other examples. So it's like, she gave other examples. She was like, um, I wouldn't want to ask one of my fans to help me do work unless I'm paying them. Because they probably like me. They're a fan of mine. And so they'll just do free work for me. But that's not ethical. That's not, that's not ethical. And, and, and essentially kind of getting into these kind of power imbalances. And I kind of was telling my sister, a part of this anxiety attack was like, somebody that I mentioned this <laughs> I mentioned this mentor before but I just kind of was reflecting on how recently I had found her asking her asking me to do things for her for her like business or like business pursuits and I was like uh you know like uh <laughs> I asked you for advice and all and like some people are like oh quick pro quo but I'm like no 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 it's always gonna be it's always gonna be pro it's always gonna be like you have much more than me. You have so much more time than me. You have so much more resources, liquid money, property, businesses, contacts, age. Like you have so much on me that there is at this moment in time, nothing that I could possibly do that is going to repay you. Do you understand what I'm fucking saying? Which is why obviously like if, if you're mentioning something, like hopefully it's up the good, goodness of your heart. You're not asking somebody to do, you're not trying to take advantage of them. I'll tell you what I told my sister, which is I told her, I told this person that I don't have a job. Like I, what I did was like, I saved for like over two years for like runway of like a few months after graduation before this shit happened, before this shit show happened. Um, I was able to save like a few, uh, uh, some money for my internships, my jobs specifically for this purpose. Um, and so I don't have a job. Like, yeah, if by August I don't figure it out, like, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Like, <laughs> like, you see, like, another honesty thing. Like, I just, I just, you know, I'm laughing off, like, maybe the slight embarrassment. Well, I don't, I don't think I'm embarrassed, but, like, I'm, like, I'm laughing off what I feel people deem to be embarrassing or what people deem that I should be embarrassed about. But I have no problem saying the truth like you know like I have no problem like just saying it like I once this money runs out if I don't have anything figured out if I'm not cash flowing how I need to I need to cut major expenses which is my living expenses my living expense most people everybody's living expense in the United States is probably like their most expensive expense the biggest expense that they make right so I have no problem you know, saying that, you know, with some people, they don't really want to say that, you know, they want to meander, sell these courses just in time, <laughs> sell the courses just in time. Um, so yes, um, 
I I was kind of telling my sister how I kind of felt uncomfortable that this person had started asking me to do things without paying me after I had disclosed to them that I don't have a job. And after they, they, they had actually offered me a part-time job, never followed up on that, right? I, because as you know, I, I don't, I don't want to beg anybody. Like if you, I'm not begging you, you feel me? Like, I feel like this kind of like poor people should just like grovel on their knees instead of like fighting for equity. I, I'm, I'm over that because I've seen this game before. I feel like if you're young, you've seen your parents kind of, you, you, you're, you're loyal to the company till they do those mass layoffs, till they start implementing that ageism. And then all these tenants that you saw them try to force fucking down your throat, they were being, they were being sacked, right? (laughs) So it's just like, I'm not going to beg you for a fucking job. (laughs) I'll tell you, be honest with you, be like, no, I don't have a job. So this is cash flow month. My goal, you know, in the time that I am like, I have time is to work on things that I can work on and see how they pan out. That is my goal. That is my job. That is my job. My job is to make this shit work without getting an OnlyFans. My job is to create significant enough cash flow for me to have a a good reevaluation period in August when I need to start packing up my shit. Right? <laughs> so that is my job. And so when I told her this, I was like... She was like, oh, I can give you a job. I can do this. But then I just felt like last week she had been, this person asked me to do like a competitive analysis (laughs) on like a couple of companies for like this project that she's working on. And I'm like, and this was on a Sunday. She wanted me to get it back to her. And and I said I was going to give it to her on Monday. Right. But I never did. Because like kind of during that time, I was just like, first of all, I don't do things over the weekend. You know, all these rich people, oh, you should be working every day, every day. I promise you, listen to me, <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> if I've learned anything, <laughs> if I've learned anything about people who have money that I literally know that I have their number, I have their number, I can call these people. I have their these people number, I can call you. The one thing that I fucking learned about these people is that a lot of them are like, no smarter than me like i i don't know like let's start there like they're not smarter than you unless you're like an imbecile like and and i will say like i'm smarter like i'm above average but like they are not so like they're not like nikola tesla like you know what i mean so that's kind of the first thing but another thing is like they're also just not i don't i I don't want to say like they're lazy but like you know it's so it's so intriguing to see like people kind of make you know, comments on, oh, if you're, if you're poor, it's because you don't work hard. It's just like, bro, what I'm getting at is like, I feel like a lot of these people that I know that have money don't like they work some, they're not busting their ass. They're not waking up at four, (laughs) whatever fuck they, whatever stupid shit that they sold you on those infographic YouTube channels. Like they wake up whenever they go party here, they go travel there. In fact, a lot of people I know that have a lot of money are like coasting like a lot of people under them are doing the work (laughs) and i just feel like some of y'all i don't know what that was okay um i don't know if they you know told you that or if you know that 
<clears throat> so I kind of disclosed that and I was like, I felt kind of, I didn't tell the woman, I didn't tell this person, but like, so my sister, I was like, I feel uncomfortable by the fact that this person is asking me to do work when you could easily pay somebody to get it done. You could pay me to get it done. And I don't like that. I don't feel comfortable about that. And I feel like there's always going to be a power imbalance. I don't own seven rental properties. <laughs> I don't own two personal fucking houses. And I didn't give a house to my fucking son. So no, there is nothing. I, you are most definitely cash flowing a lot more than I am. And I feel like you have enough resources to pay it forward. Another thing is that I, you know, this person asked me to look over this flyer and I did only for this person to waste my time and send me back a flyer that looked like, you know, someone from Fiverr did it. And I'm like, why did I just spend a lot part of my Saturday evening doing some shit for you? And you see, that's what, that's that shit that I'm talking about. I find that a lot of the people that I know that have money are dubious in some ways. They cut corners in some ways. If they can take advantage of people, they will. And it has made me conclude that like a lot of us, I don't think we can be like, I think like even if we had an equal playing field, which is not the case, I just want to kind of remind you guys, if you haven't heard, listened or learned from anything from this, it is not. The moment people can hoard like a trillion dollars, I just want you to know that you can't make a trillion dollars. If someone's hoarding money and wealth, it's not going to be distributed to the rest of us. That's that's not how hoarding works. That's not how winner takes all works. Where there's one winner, there are the 99% losers. I just kind of want you guys to understand. <laughs> um, with the guy that scammed me out of that $15,000, it's just like, you know, something that he mentioned in this one call that I had, because I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Is like, he mentioned, oh, um, you know, oh, I just guess it's unlucky. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about luck. I give a shit about your talent and your ability. Okay, that is tangible and real, not some potential. All right. And I guess in that moment, I was like, yo, like this person, for all I know, probably fibbed all their numbers and they're just collecting $1,500 times 10 people. They're collecting $15,000 a month to scam people out of their fucking money. Which is why I'm, I will be visiting my bank next week. <laughs> I'm giving this person the weekend. <laughs> Lastly, I feel like these kind of courses in general, I guess I maybe realize that maybe the reason why these people were able to get rich is because they had to be dishonest. And I, and I don't know, there are some people who are honest, but I just think that it's few and far between. I think like even being able to kind of cross this barrier of making this type of money, I just don't think is, is not feasible in the way that people want to hear um, and I think that ultimately when I was going back to the, even if we didn't have that winner take all thing system going on here, I still feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to be millionaires because it's like, I'm noticing that there's just a lot of dishonesty and like ethic, ethical questions. And I just think that essentially what I guess I'm trying to conclude in this podcast is that a lot of poor people are honest. I'm really honest. I really care. And I feel like that does not really mesh with what this system is and that was a part of like this anxiety attack that I had where I'm just like is the reason why I'm gonna fail not only because these ideas aren't painting out not only was I sold a lie but also because I'm not dirty enough right now to do something that I don't want to do that I'm realizing that literally everybody that I know has money are doing 
this has been another podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Salai's Corner. If you have any questions, comments, email me, salaiscorner at gmail.com. That is C-E-L-A-I-S-C-O-R-N-E-R. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Bye.